Regina and Christine, where we share our stories as women openly and honestly. We believe it's through our journeys, our happy and sad times that connect us as sisters, because we're all perfectly imperfect. And welcome back to, oh my god, this is season (gasps) two. What? Of Perfectly Imperfect. Can you be a little bit more excited? Yay! (laughs) (laughs) We weren't planning to have seasons i think it just kind of happened because we just got to a point where we're like okay what do you want to do next in the next couple of episodes and then i mean as you guys heard and hope you guys enjoyed our episode with wendy it just felt like a nice break and then when we talked about it more we're like oh my god this feels like a new season Mm -hmm. we're gonna try to have way more guests talk about other people's perspectives and we're just like oh it makes sense, right, to have a season two? Yeah, definitely. I know. I think that it just came very organically, and I like that it happened that way. So we're excited to get this season started. We've been talking about what we wanted to do, and then it just kind of manifested because it was something that we were like, oh, it would be great if we had Ted Fu on, if we had Wesley Chan, if we had Cassie from Blogilates. And now that we're actually doing it and reaching out, everyone's saying yes. Yeah. I just gave away a lot of our guests, but (laughs) there's so many more. And we're so excited to have all our friends and people that we admire and inspire us to share their stories and their insecurities and what makes them human. Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. I know. I feel like that's always something that Christina and I said that we wanted to do. We realized that we were having all these like really, really good one-off conversations. And the fact that we get to now bring it to life is just... uh, it's such a warm, fuzzy feeling. So we thought a great topic to start off season two is the topic of chasing your passion versus chasing a higher purpose. And I know the two sound very similar, passion and purpose, but it's through our own experiences that we realize there's a big difference. And then how you approach life and how you approach your passion and what you do in life and what you're chasing really matters on how you see these two different aspects. Yeah, when Christine first came to me with this topic, I was like, passion and purpose. I feel like those two are always constantly being tossed together. And when you distinguish the two, it was like, oh, like a light shown, (laughs) right? Like there is a difference. And I think that sometimes because we bundle the two together, it gets lost in that mess. And we are unable to differentiate and unable to really kind of dig into what those two truly mean. And through my own life experience and going through the difficult times, which, you know, I've talked about in the past episodes, I've really learned by letting go that there is a difference between the two. I was someone that always chased passion. I just thought naively passion. If you want meaning to life, you want to do something that makes an impact to the world, pursue a life Mm -hmm. of passion. And then as I've gotten older and I've gone through life, I was like, oh, but there's a higher purpose to it all. And the difference is the higher purpose gives you peace while passion drives you. The goal is to have both. But how do you find the higher purpose? Because that is what's going to drive you forward in what you do, which is your passion. So to define passion in dictionary terms, it's a strong and barely controllable emotion. Passion is compelling your emotions behind your dreams. Your feelings drive your passion. In my experience, it was kind of that naiveness and it's pursuing something with excitement, with zeal, not really knowing where you're going to end up. You just kind of know that you want to go forward and you're excited and you just want to do it. 
But passion gets exhausting because you burn so bright and you just want to go, 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 right? You want to learn more. You want to feel that energy and just do it. But then you burn out just as quickly because you try things and you're like, oh my God, this is it. And then it's not it. And you're like, ugh, what am I doing? You know, and then you get really Mm -hmm. down on yourself and it drains you. But I realized with the higher purpose, the dictionary term is that it's the reason for which something is done or created or for why something exists. It's the why behind it all. And purpose is the deep reason for your existence. And what I've learned is that purpose just guides you without you trying to think about it. It's almost like an intuition. You just know that this feels right. And you're not so focused on the end thing passion you are you're like oh i'm gonna be the best artist but a higher purpose doesn't do that it's like a slow burning energy of light Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. so what would you say is your passion and your purpose my passion is what i realized you can have many passions but pretty much just one purpose and my many passions are storytelling having great conversation i can talk with someone for five hours and that's not even a thing Mm, you know same yeah crafting i love crafting i could lose myself in crafting and of course searching up cute stuff i love cute things you know all the kawaii stuff (laughs) i know the amount of like (laughs) videos that christine watches of cute things and all the little toys and dolls that she has it's insane (laughs) the unboxing stuff yeah that's what i do with my free time (laughs) (laughs) and my purpose it took me a really long time to understand it and it's still developing i'm not saying that this is it. I'm still learning and understanding the scope of it. But for now, it is to connect with others. And the goal is to continually expand that connection with an open mind and an open heart to what other people are going through, listening to them, having great conversation, and just gaining a compassionate and empathetic understanding of others and the world around me. So (laughs) that's a very broad term and it can be executed in many ways, right? Which is the passion part. Yeah, I think that that's such a wonderful way to think about it because I think that in the grander scheme of things, when I heard you describe it this way, looking at it, I think that we have similar purposes, but we have different passions. Like I think that our purpose, that's one thing that really connected us. Our love for storytelling and how we're able to connect with other people that way, which is why you and I would be in our cars till 3 a.m., having these long, deep, meaningful life conversations because that was something that we were passionate about. But I feel like in that, we still have our individual avenues of how to bring our purpose to light. And so even though we have similar purposes, it doesn't mean that we'll do it in the same way because we have different passions. Definitely. See, I think this is where our paths align in doing this podcast because this is a passion, right? We're executing our purpose of connecting with other people through conversations, which is this podcast and with each other. Mm -hmm. But we may not do this podcast for the rest of our life, right? There will be other things that you'll be doing, I'll be doing separately or maybe together, but that's not the end-all be-all goal. And I think that's where the confusion lies in what your passion and purpose is. Because for me, at least, I've always thought, oh my God, once I found my passion, that's it. There's like an end goal in mind and pursuing it with just, like I said, the zeal and excitement. But then I realized that you need both, you know, because it's not the what you're doing, it's the why. And the goal is to find your why. So do you know, Regina, do you know what your what and your why are, your passion versus your purpose? I feel like my passions are 
have always been all over the place because there's so many things that I enjoy. And I've mentioned this in past episodes too, where I just always was like so interested in all these little things. So I feel like when it comes to passion, there's tons. Like I love photography. I love traveling. I love food. I love storytelling. I also love having great conversations. But I think when it comes down to like my sole purpose, one thing that comes to mind is the fact that ever since I was little, having both parents work in the medical field, one of the things that they told me that was the most rewarding part of being in medicine was the ability to help others. Mm. So I think that that was something that I always really carried on my shoulders, this concept and this idea that I really want to help other people. So whether it's like in my close circle of friends or even people that I bump into every day, I wanted to help others and just kind of spread this niceness around, like spread positivity. You can tell from a lot of our past episodes of you talking about your past and what you currently do, the thread of it is there. Yeah, and I think that as I started getting older and realizing that my passions weren't in medicine, this purpose of helping others, it's never left my being. It's always the foundation of everything that I do. Yes. And I think that's such a beautiful way to look at purpose, right? Because everything that you hope to do, it's helping you get to that constant, which is your purpose. Yes, yes, I love that. I love that. It is your foundation and everything that you build on top of that. And I was I was reading this analogy. It's like, oh, when you build a fire, you have to build the foundations to ignite the fire. So it's like putting the wood down in a certain way, in a certain pattern. Then whatever you use to ignite it, whether it's a match, whether it's whatever, like that's your passion. And that the flame can diminish, it can go out, but then you can always reignite it. But the foundation will still stay as it is. Getting into it, How did you start your life of passion and then how you realized what your purpose is through it? Yeah, so I think that now that we've separated the two, passion and purpose, looking back at my passions, I feel like that was a long journey of trial and error. I think that one of the most important lessons I learned was just to pay attention to what made me feel that spark. Yes. You know that feeling when you get to Disneyland, you get really excited that you want to go on a ride? (laughs) It's like that gleeful almost magical sense where you're just like, I can't wait. I can't wait. Yeah. Right. You get giddy. Like it's that feeling in everyday life. And I think that growing up because school is so structured, you don't really get that opportunity to explore what your passions are and really being able to like define what you like versus what your friends like versus what everybody else likes. So that's what you're doing too. And so I think that that was something that was hard for me. It was also hard to have my parents guiding me towards medicine and being like, this is the right path. This is what you should do. Like literally. Mm. And I noticed that I've always loved photography. I also took like a bunch of acting classes and singing classes. And I realized that I was the only one out of my friends doing that. Mm. And it wasn't because I was forced to do it. And so it was like all these little things that I felt were always in the back of my mind, but I'd never had the courage to like delve further into it because I was always afraid of what my parents would say or this was going against all of their wishes. And so I feel like it was really taking note of all those little pieces, kind of what you were saying with the cookie crumbs, right? Even through college, I was still pursuing medicine. You knew me at that time. You were still like, oh, that's that's a cute idea. <laughs> I was like, it doesn't sound like that's what you really want to do, but... Yeah. I've had people in the past tell me that, but it really wasn't until there was a professor that I really admired who looked me in the eye and she was like, you don't want to do this. 
this isn't what you're meant to do. It was taking that into account and then really honing in on understanding what my parents had laid for me, which was that foundation to want to help others, but then paying attention to what my passions were and then slowly putting that together. (laughs) One of the things that I think is really funny is that when I was little, I was always the one in class that teachers got mad at because I would talk too much. And now I have a podcast. (laughs) Now you can talk as much as you want. People praise you for talking. (laughs) It's one of those things. It's funny in hindsight. Looking back now, it makes a lot of sense. All the things that I loved that gave me that spark has just added to my foundation of wanting to help other people and connecting with other people through something like a podcast. I mean, obviously, I totally relate to that. I'll just go into my whole experience of it, which is for most of my high school and adult life, I've always wondered if there was more to life. I grew up doing everything that my parents wanted me to do. And then when I got to high school and my rebellious phase, I was like, why am I doing this? I hate violin. (laughs) I don't really like math. And then it was like, oh, everything like SATs and after school stuff. And I didn't like any of it. And I was like, why am I doing this? I started to think at that time, was there more to life than just making money, getting respect, status, and then becoming successful? What does that even mean? You know, do I get to a point where I just like, I get married, I have kids, and then retire and die. It just seems so mechanical in a way, like I was living somebody else's life. I mean, I just realized I meant something to other people, like my parents and to my friends, like, oh, it looks good to other people. But Did it really matter to me? I'm grateful that I realized that early through such a difficult circumstance. Mm -hmm. But then that's what pushed me forward in my 20s when I started to pursue a life of passion. That's when I decided I'm like, you know what? Screw what everyone else thinks. I want to try to find what it is that matters to me. I want to give my life meaning. I want to do something that matters not only to me, but to other people. And what is that? So that's when I started my journey of pursuing my passion, which I thought was also my purpose. So I did that, right? So I became an event planner. I did weddings for other people. And I was like, oh, this is great. Helping people celebrate love. Yay, meaning. Mm -hmm. Then it was like, oh, you know what? I don't know. Mm -hmm. Is this it? It didn't feel like that was it. So then that's when I was like, hmm, I really love movies and I really love the idea of storytelling and how it impacts other people like so many movies have impacted my life and the way that I see myself and I think for the younger generation it might be in YouTube right just like connecting with other people who aren't you but then you're like oh my god that's totally my story so that was when YouTube was coming up and at the time was like you know what I really love the idea of Asian representation in media because we never had that before not really yeah then YouTube was coming up and I was like oh how do I get into this and yeah as you know in my career I got into Asians in media and I got onto YouTube and I was like yes this is my passion this is my purpose I'm doing everything that I thought meant something and it did it totally mattered we were writing stories that were part of our story and helping others create that it wasn't necessarily our vision but we were part of it Mm -hmm. we got to see it firsthand we got to see how that impacted others and their lives and we got to meet them in person and that's incredible that's an incredible feeling i will never diminish that that's impacted my life to see other people their eyes light up from it and then it all came crashing down (laughs) (laughs) because i just thought that that was it and but then when my mind started to evolve and then, then i was like wait is it it i don't know if these stories still speak to me what is it and it was through that uh, what is that gnawing word? Feeling? Yeah, it was that. It was the same. Yeah, gnawing and nudging feeling that was. Is this it though? 
And at the time, it was a lot of self-guilt because I was like, are you seriously going to throw everything away because of this dissatisfaction you're feeling? Are you really that picky? Are you really that pretentious? And then it was like, wait, once I learned to accept and embrace it, it was like, oh, I am evolving. My mindset is evolving. And the definition of my purpose is evolving. That's when I realized the difference. And that actually brings me to current day now with you guys. I share my depression because I would not accept it. I was fighting it. I was like, no, my passion is this. How dare I? And then, then it was like, oh, wait, no, let it go. And even if you don't know the answer, let it be. And it was through that space that space of letting go and letting it be, allowing myself to just stay still, that I realized that that was it. That was the space that I was looking for my breakthrough. That was, I guess what people call Zen or peace or whatever you want to call it. That's the space that gives you clarity. It gave me clarity on what truly, truly matters in life. When everything is stripped away, and I won't go into this like really, it sounds profound. Maybe to some people you're like, oh my God, seriously. But if you strip everything away and we're just naked human beings living in this vast world, in this vast universe comprised of billions of stars and galaxies and I don't know, who knows what else? Aliens, I don't know. (laughs) You bring it to that, it's like, what type of life do you want to live? What kind of person do you want to be? What type of impact do you want on others? That's the passion. Mm-hmm. What's the impact you want to have on others? The higher purpose is understanding how it all connects. How we all connect. You, me, Regina, strangers, animals, the stars. How does that all connect? That's the higher purpose. And what is your place in that? And it gives you perspective instantly. For me, it's when I stand on the beach and stare at the ocean. It's both that indescribable feeling of the universe, how infinite it is, how small you are, how small our problems truly are. But at the same time, how scary damaging our impacts and energy are to each other and to the world that it destroys what is so beautiful and natural. And what is beautiful and natural is when you stay still, you realize it's the simplicities. It's what the earth offers without us even thinking. It's like the sunrise, the seasons changing. I told you it was going to be profound, you know, (laughs) or even like your mom's cooking. Yeah. The way that my dog spins in circles every time it sees me (laughs) because it's just so happy to see me. The absence of worry from war. It's like taking away all the materialistic things. Like, what are you left with? If we were just bare, no money, nothing, jobs, titles, whatever, salaries don't matter. And so I think that that's always something that I bring it back to that I'm like, okay, if I'm looking at my life, everybody always has an idea of what kind of impact they want to leave behind. And that's where I strive to find my purpose. When I look back in 10, 20 years, am I going to care about how much money I made? Or am I going to care about the relationships that I've built and the people that I've connected with? And I think that's always something that's constantly driving me to want to be a better person and further solidify that purpose that I have. And then passions are just things that kind of fall in along the way where I'm like, oh yeah, that's something that I can see myself doing and then using that as fuel. Exactly. It's like we really overcomplicated everything. Life is not meant to be that crazy. It's actually very simple as it is. And when you take that in and you really accept the abundance and beauty and blessings of what we have, 
your higher purpose will come. That's the point that we're trying to make. Yeah. Our job, our purpose is to preserve that feeling. It's to live our life with that overwhelming sense of abundance. So it's just like that sunrise. It's, it's effortless. It's without thinking. That's the purpose we're chasing. Like when we breathe in and out, we don't think about it. But it's the very thing that keeps us alive. And you want to exude that to other people. When you feel the abundance, you have the abundance to give to others. So you're not feeling like, oh, this is soul sucking Mm. or I'm so tired. I'm so stressed. For me at the time, it was like the more I was working, the more that value I created for myself. I always had to be busy and I put so much of my self-worth in that. And that's not it. That's not my purpose. Mm -hmm. And I think that going off of this concept of chasing your passions, as thankful as I am for this position that I'm in right now, and as much as I've learned and I've grown, I think that I've started to have little inklings inside of me where I was like, okay, my passion is what led me here, but this isn't really aligning with my purpose. And I mean, Christine knows this, but I've been struggling with that for, I'd say almost a year, maybe even. You've been going back and forth, back and forth. Every time I talk to you, it's like another update. Yeah. I'm like, there's something inside of you that's telling you that it's not right. Mm-hmm. And I'm trying to go with my gut feelings more and really understand what that means. It's also important to realign yourself to your purpose and then realign your path along with it. Just because you have all these passions, the one that's remained the most constant for me really has been media and entertainment. But that doesn't mean that my path won't shift a little. It's important to pay attention to those signs and pay attention to that gut feeling where you're like, oh, maybe maybe this isn't really what I want to do or maybe this isn't what's fueling me anymore. And that's okay. That's always something that's in the back of my mind that inkling feeling, right? Yes, yes. And I really have to pay attention to that. And I think when we get into this portion of our advice or what we've learned in life, it really is to acknowledge and accept that it's okay to restart. Yeah. It's okay to not know. I feel like the world makes us feel bad. You're a failure. Yeah, you make feel bad when you don't know. You work so hard, you put all this energy, and then it's like, what do you have to show for it? That's not the point. The point is learning through that. You have to try things and you learn, oh wait, this isn't it for you to pivot your path or else you would have just kept going, right? Or else that would have been it. So you have to give yourself permission to learn. And if the world wants to use the word failure in that, then let them use that word. But for you is to learn. And it's not a failure. It's a change in direction. It's focusing. Mm -hmm. And I think that if anything, if you were to have continued down that path, that you didn't quote unquote fail at, that would have been more of a failure because then you're not really understanding what you were truly meant to do and who you were truly meant to be. Because you're just putting yourself in this comfort bubble. And when you do that, you won't learn. If anything, you'll just learn to settle. Mm -hmm. And a lot of my friends, a lot of people I know just do that. They find a reason to accept the dissatisfaction in their life. They ignore the nudges. They suck it up. And then it's like, you're slowly dying. I can see it, but you've accepted that. I remember I was looking at one of our friends, Jeanette. She's a graphic designer and I adore her work. And someone wrote an article about an interview they did with her. It literally said, Asian designer chooses to pursue her love for arts instead of doing the responsible thing. What? And then she screenshotted that and was like, you totally missed the point. And she captioned, the most responsible thing to do is to pursue your passions. 
And I never thought of it that way. I remember thinking like, oh yeah, the responsible thing to do is steady job, steady career. No, it's it's not. And that's, that's how I realized that I had to leave the YouTube company I was at because I was not doing the responsible thing because I was becoming an unhappy person and that negativity was coming out. I lost my sense of purpose. Mm. There was no alignment with feeling that abundance and the beauty of life. So I just saw the negativity and that is irresponsible because then I'm putting that negativity out into the world. And I think people would think that, oh no, I'll make it work. I'll be fine. But then you don't know the type of energy you're putting out and how it's affecting other people. And that's what I mean by how you want to impact and affect the world is through subtle things like that. Because when you are doing and pursuing what makes your heart sing, that energy comes out and that's the impact you leave on other people without knowing, without thinking. And that is the goal to get to that point. And to get to that point is to live in that abundance. Oh man, that really resonates me. I know it's rude, but in the moment, I'm like, I need to write this angry email because it makes me feel better to have that release. But at the end of the day, I'm not solving any problems. I'm not making anything better. If anything, I'm just adding to all the issues of the company that I have a problem with. Well, and you also know it's not you. That's the thing. You're not that person. The situation and how your inner energy is telling you this isn't right for you, like you ignoring that, you just settling in that, it's making you into another person and you're not realizing it. So the thing is like when you are able to live in the abundance, which then makes you feel peace, nothing else matters. Your soul then knows what is real and what's not. That's when you can really learn to trust your intuition because it's aligned with what your purpose is to connect with your truth. It just creates a more clear path. You become a better vessel to communicate that to the world. That is your passion, Mm. to become the vessel, to communicate what your purpose is, to effectively, genuinely communicate your ever-evolving and developing truth of the higher purpose. To nail it down, this is a three-step process that I've done myself and perhaps it'll help you guys, is first create a passions list and just write down everything, everything that makes you super excited. Anything, cats, dogs, (laughs) laying on the grass. And then once you get it all out of your system, you start eliminating Start eliminating the ones that don't really speak to you as much and you focus on the ones that make you feel the most you or the most excited. And then you'll be able to gather a general sense of what your purpose is. Because like Regina, like me, there's a common thread that just seeps through your entire life. And it begins from when you're a child. It's easier when you can see it on your passions list. You're like, oh, there's something there. Maybe it takes a little time to investigate what that thread is. But it will scream at you. It'll feel like it's jumping off the page. And it does require you to experiment and to take risks to really know. Sometimes you'll start something and you really do it and you're like, oh, no, this isn't for me. Yeah, like, oh, JK, I don't like that. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, never mind, you know. But don't feel guilty about it. That's just part of it. If you really want to know what your higher purpose is, then let go. The whole goal is to let go. Let go of being afraid. Let go of being embarrassed or being defined by your failures or looking foolish. All of that is teaching you about you. It's kind of like I've always wanted to be a dancer, (laughs) but I've always been afraid of looking stupid. Yeah, that's what dancers have always told me. You have to let go of that. Yeah. I was writing this up. I was like, you know, (laughs) it's kind of like you don't laugh at a baby when they fall over when they're learning how to walk. They look stupid. They look really (laughs) stupid. But you encourage and you plot them for trying. And they're trying in many different ways. But then one day when they start putting one foot in front of the other, 
they start walking. And then from walking, they start running. And that's how it is. Yeah. And I think that one of the things that I'd like to note too is Christine and I aren't there yet. We're also going through this whole process of elimination and testing things out here and there because we may have an idea and a greater goal of what we see and hope our lives can be. But at the same time, when we bring it back to square one, like we're still trying to figure that out. We don't know where our passions will go. So all these tips and tricks that Christine is giving, I the minute you said that passions list, I was like, oh man, I should do that too. And then start eliminating because I feel, at least for me specifically, it's always been so helpful to write things down. Once I can see it, I'm like, oh that led me to here and that led me to here. And it's so important to self-reflect on all of these little aha moments because that's what makes you you. And that's what makes you unique. Every single person has a different passion. Even though other people have overlapping purposes, their mishmash of passions is what makes them unique. Yes. Yes. That's exactly it. That's why someone who could be pretty much doing the same job as you it's a whole different purpose. It's a whole different way that they're going to execute it because they're a different person and their experiences are different. That is why, that is why I want everyone who's listening to this to walk away believing that there's so much power in your story. If you don't believe it, you must believe it right now because... Do it. <laughs> do it. Just tell yourself. <laughs> we just often do that to ourselves. We're just like, nah, I haven't been through as much stuff as this person next to me. I haven't done that much. Yeah. Oh my gosh. I do that all the time where I'm constantly comparing myself to other people and being like, oh, well, they're doing that because they're more experienced. But at the end of the day, no, I am my own person. I have my own path. And the responsible thing to do is to fulfill that. Yeah. Yeah, because you have people that lived in poverty and you also have people that live with privilege and their experiences and how they got to where they did are very different of how they got there. Therefore, their experience and their story will speak to different people. So whatever you're going through, even if you don't have the answers, the point is not to have the answers. The point is to talk about it. So communicate that, open up, learn to be vulnerable. That is the goal. Yeah, I hope that this was a very uplifting first episode of season two because that's how we want to start the season off. And I think that it's also really fun to have these conversations with the people around you because then you can encourage one another in your own passions and in your own purposes. I think that one of the things that unites really close best friends like Christine and I is very similar purposes or very similar passions. It's always really fun, right, to talk to other people about what ignites their fire and building a support system off of that is it's just a very wonderful way to connect with others it really is and i want to emphasize that by talking to other people by trying new things it's not necessarily walking out feeling like i accomplished this i network with this person mm -hmm. it's identifying that feeling that cookie crumb feeling that regina and i keep talking and mentioning it's like you can't really describe it only you know what that feels like to you so the more that you put yourself in those opportunities to experience that different feeling the more that you know and can recognize that this is the right path for you and no one else i can't tell you what that is regina can't tell you what that is you have to go out and learn it for yourself when you look back it will make sense I am a big believer in this whole, you know, universe conspiring to help you get to where you need to be. And some days are harder than others. Some days are really, really much harder than others. Yes, but as long as you are willing to work hard, learn to pick yourself back up again, surround yourself with wonderful people, you will get there. You really, really will. And you realize that you are already there. 
Oh my god, I just made it so profound. Wow, did we just wrap oh it up? <gasps> yeah, season two, perfectly imperfect. Off to a great start. <laughs> Jean and I are like doing this weird dance. We're doing like a weird jig with our shoulders <laughs> and our head. I didn't know that you always wanted to be a dancer. See, look, I'm learning stuff about you all the time. I know, I've always admired that, but I have to let go. I have to let go and be loose. Let go, yeah. So thank you again for joining us for another episode of Perfectly Imperfect. It's been an incredible journey with you guys so far, and we are so excited to share with you guys what we have in store for season two. So don't forget to rate and subscribe. We have new episodes going up every Tuesday. And as always, if you have any questions at all, feel free to email us at theperfectlyimperfectpodcast at gmail.com. Yay! We will see you guys next week. Bye! Bye.